Welcome to the Rock of Bay County, Florida, where our vision is to be a multi-generational gathering, moving as one body to bring the glory of Yahweh to this beautiful county and to all the earth. We hope you are encouraged and blessed as you listen to this message. All righty. Well, good morning, everybody. Rock of, I still have a hard time saying Bay County, but it is Bay County, Panama City, whatever fits your groove. Um, what an honor it is just to be here today, just to be able to come and to participate and be a part of the ecclesia, the body, the community. Um, I love that I don't um, that I I can do this at home, and I love I can do it with you. I love I can participate and become activated by just being around you. Most things are caught more than they're taught, and it's really careful that we um, magnify proximity in our life. What's close to us? What are we close to? If you don't have it, get around somebody with it. It'll rub off on you. If you don't have a wind of your own, ride somebody else's wind until you get one for yourself. That's what a lot of us did here at the Rock of Panama City. We rode Apostle Ball's wind for a while. Hello, somebody, because we came out of some stuff and we needed some help. We needed a father to say, hey, we need you to come up to this place. You're here, but you can get here. How did we get here? Well, he, he told us. He, he was uh, not only one that modeled it and showed it and walked it, but he's one who taught it. He's one who delivered it. He's one who was able to get the message out, you know, in such a beautiful way. It's just really cool and pure. I mean, I encourage you to go back and listen to his messages. They're so authentic, and there's something so holy about his words and his message and what he did and how he did it. Um, it's the intricacies that you see it. There is no fullness in fruition without inventory and details. So the inventory and details the man did. Hello, somebody. The man was an inventory kind of guy, and um, there was nothing left undone in his presence. I mean, he really kept such a great model and great, great consistency. I think that's probably the best thing I learned from him was how to be consistent through and through. No matter what happened on the outside, he was consistent, whether, whether it was losing a grandchild or whether it was losing a family from the church. He was consistent. It's hard to be consistent when you lose a grandchild in the pool. It's hard to be consistent when two, three families leave your house of the church. That's hard. Amen. <laughs> but he, he stayed the test, of, stood the test of time and really stayed the course. And I'm just, I'm here because of that. I can only speak and declare because of that. I had a great grandfather who happened to be an apostle and a great daddy who happened to be a prophet. I can't really lose. It's kind of just for the taking. It's kind of like uh, you just see the apple, and you get the apple, and you bite the apple. And it's a good apple. So I just bit the apple and became his apple of his eye. And that's what he is. That's what you are to him. And when you can fine-tune that, you can come into the, um, the delighting of what an apple is, the delighting of tasting and seeing the continual glory that is ours to see. Seize the seeing of what he's giving us to see in this day and time to begin to taste the goodness of the Lord. Amen. Um, it's good to be here, 1130 on a October day. It's October 7th, 2018, and we're here, we're alive, we're ready to be um, propelled to another glory, to another place, another assignment. It's just an, ex um, an extension of what we've always been in. 
and it's just fun to be a part of that, fun to be in it. I want to acknowledge uh, Roger and Tammy. They're here. They're visitors from Top of the Gulf. Would you stand for a minute, please? Give them up. Amen. Good to have you guys. Bless you. <laughs> They're from, they were out of the beach service at Top of the Gulf and happened to um, come to that, which was a delight, a tremendous delight for me to be able to do that. And they came and super excited you came. Thank you so much. It means the world to me that you came. Um, and here we are. So I've got something to give out today. It's, I don't know how long it'll take. Um, you know, never know with me. Sometimes I try to concise it and keep it all nice, and then sometimes I want to fire hose it. So you just never know how it'll come. It'll come fire hose or nice and precise, how you like it, what you want. <laughs> it's the prophetic channel, you know, we have to get in. So are you in the channel? Have you found your kingship of the channel? You know, get in the channel of the priesthood and the kingship. You know, and that's what I'm going to speak about today. I'm going to try to kind of end what I started last time. I spoke a message out of John 20, which I believe was for this house, about our inheritance, what's rightly ours, that it's not only the, um, the title in the five, but it's the identity in the two. And we're recognizing what five and two are. The five plus two means fivefold ministry, apostle and prophet. I still believe in the fivefold ministry, by the way. Let me go ahead and let that disclaimer out. I believe in it. I never will not believe in it. It's the foundation. How can you not believe in the foundation? It's what gets you to the point of building. It's, get, it's what enlightens us to become builders and build the house, the tabernacle, so he can come in and bring his weight. And that's what we're looking for. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. The five sends you into the two to walk confidently in your predestined glory. If you don't understand that, you, you will if you just sit down long enough and hear and learn and grow. So you can go ahead and turn to John 20. I may get there, I may not, but that's where I want to start kind of from. Last time I spoke um, about that realm, about where we've been, about where we're going, I think it's important for us to know that, to come into tune with that and what that is. Um, so we're going to start there and see where Yahweh has us go from there. Amen. Amen. Yahweh, thank you for this day. We honor you for your word, for who you are. We ask you, Father, to deliver your message through me, however you choose to do that. All you ask me to do is open my mouth and you'll fill it so I don't have to worry about the filling part. I just worry about opening it and you do the rest. And I pray for that rest part to come from you today, for you to take my words and to, um, to help them hit the people where they need to hit them and enlighten them where they need to be enlightened and heighten their awareness where it needs to be heightened and have these things work in the way they need to work so we can all come to the fullness of our glory. And when we realize that the glory is in our story, we'll embrace our story. We'll embrace our life. We'll embrace where we've been, where we are, and where we're going. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Um, so John 20 um, is where I started last time. I talk, talked about Yeshua telling Mary to stop clinging to me, stop clinging to the old paradigm, stop, stop clinging to the way of, of yesterday. It was good for what it was, but what is happening today? What is happening in the Ruach, the breath, the cool of the day experience right now in the Father? What's happening in that realm? What's going on in his Ruach, and his cool, and his breath? What's going on? I know he's omnipresent. I know he's everywhere at the same time. But where is his breath? Where is his, where is his um, where is his presence? Where is his proceeding word at? Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth. Where is his proceeding word? That's another word for breath, I guess you could say. What's happening right now? What's, what's he saying in the earth? What's he doing in the body of Christ? 
What's he doing in the, in the, in the personal life of, your, of you? What's going on in your life? What's going on in the bigger picture life? It's all a part of it. We need to find out where we are in it so we can grow in it. If we don't learn how to take inventory, we'll never know where we are and we'll never get to where we need to be. So sometimes the best thing we can do is nothing at all. Sometimes the best thing we, best thing we can do is shut up and sit down and do nothing and listen and wait and hear that hearing voice to allow us to build faith up to a place of currency where it can relate and can give and do what it needs to do. Amen? So the five-fold ministry is bodily important, but I believe it's, it's an until ministry. Until, until what? Until the fullness has come, the maturity has come to the believer who has heard those two witnesses speak. So we're beginning to lean into the apostle and the prophet because we had it here for such a long time. And we're learning how to grow in those two relationships so they can basically send us and point us to Yeshua himself and go, here you go. And that's what he's doing. The five into peace. First thing he does is shows himself. Let's read John 20, verse 15. I'm going to be hopping, scopping around here a little bit, but we'll keep it going. Okay, I'm going to try to talk a little bit about, let me put this out here, about where we are and about what the new breath is and what I believe the key is to this next glory and how to get there. So that's what I'm going to try to lay out. I've got it written out, and I can talk it out. Well, I might just read some of it just to kind of be more. But I really want to get, come home with this John 20 story, Mary. I really feel like this is, there's so much in this few verses right here. There's a new breath on us right now. But if we don't have the, if, if there is no eye to see, there is no breath to release. So there must be a clarity of vision to see and to be aware of a breath that might be coming that hasn't been before. So that's where we're going to go. I'm going to talk about how we get there. There can only be a proper right-hand king, left-hand priest balance when there's a proper alignment to the foundational structure of the fivefold. Right-hand king, I'm going to use craftsman here. I'm going to use Beziel, ex Exodus. Do you know who the first man to be filled with the Spirit was in the Bible? The first man to be filled with the Spirit of God was not a praise and worship leader. It was a builder. Right-hand king, craftsman. Say that with me. Right-hand king, craftsman. There can only be a proper right-hand, left-hand ministry balance when there's a proper alignment to the foundational structure of the five-fold. Five plus two equals governmental perpetual perfections. Seven means whole. Seven, perfect. Nothing to add to it, nothing to take away. When Yahweh, exhale, perfection. It is finished. I want us to leave here with a breath of, it is finished. It is done. The period is in play, and I work from that period. I don't look to the period, I work from the period. I don't look to heaven, I work from heaven. My identity is of, so I can be in it effectively. In it, not of it, but have been sent to it to be the conduit between heaven and earth. You can do it, conduit. Come on, I'm a There's so much in it, but I just feel like it's important for us to receive. What is the new breath? What are we going for? Apostle Ball laid a foundation. What do we do now? It's way more personal now, by the way. 
it's not so much about coming to a body to get it anymore as much as it is about you cultivating it for yourself. <laughs> it's called trust. Say trust. In the Lord with all your heart, and do not lean on your own understandings. In all of your ways, acknowledge. Say acknowledge. Acknowledge him, and he will direct your path. It all begins in the mystery. All the ingredients that you need are in the mystery that you live in. Think about it. All the ingredients you need for the next meal are in the mystery that you live in. When you're okay with mystery... He's about ready to pour some revelation on you because that's where it's birthed out of. It ain't birthed out of your head. It's birthed out of your heart. It's a passion. It's a zeal of the left hand. Say left hand. Prophetic. Soul. David. Affection. Worshiper. Right hand king. Craftsman. Speaker. Speaking place. There can only be a right hand. Beziel. Craftsman. Kingship. Left hand, Davidical, worship, affection. <clears throat> I see a lot of craftsmen in the house, and I see a lot of affection people in the house. Did you know you can, both, you can be both? He's teaching us how to find the worship and the building of the boat for our family as much as we see the building and the worshiper leading worship here on Sunday morning. It's all in the cards. It's all in the fabric of the worshiper who does what he does unto the Lord. Everything I do is unto him. So the boat I made for my family, I didn't make a boat, just making that up. I, I'm just saying. But if I made a boat, it would be to him. <laughs> I'm not a handyman. My dad was not really a handyman. I've learned that more now. I realize that. He wasn't really a handyman. And I, I like to be handy with things. I like to have, fix a doorknob or fix a doorbell or right mom I need to do some things in the gutters I know I need to clean those gutters out but I want to I've really come with this sense of well rounded to this house today like whether, what side are you on it doesn't matter you embrace who you are are you one who builds and is a craftsman and who Yahweh's put the spirit of God in with wisdom and knowledge and all kinds of craftsmanship it says what do you think this guy knew how to build all kinds of craftsmanship. Let's turn over there real quick. Y'all want to? Let's do it. Exodus. Man, I feel this anointing on Jerry Goodman. People like you, man. I'm telling you, Ed Hathaway, who's ever in the definition of that? There can only be a proper right-hand, left-hand ministry balance when there's a proper foundational structure to the foundational of the five-fold ministry. Humble thyself under the mighty hand of Yahweh. He will exalt you at the proper time. They love it when you're humbling under the hand, but they don't like it a lot when you get exalted. It's time for us. It's exalting season. It's exalting time, if you can catch it, to move you out of space and time because you've embraced the divine vine, Yeshua, full of the sweet wine that allows you to move out of space and time very slowly. It's never a fast-paced thing. It's like a possible. Everything he does is slow. It's slow. But next thing you know, you're in the middle of it, and you're, what used to be intention is now second nature, and I just don't even have to think about it quite as much anymore. I just seem to be doing it all the time. It's kind of in my DNA. It's just who I am. I'm a... Recognize that I'm not a citizen of this earth. I'm actually a citizen of another realm, and it's become more real to me than this realm is. And that's the only way I can be effective and efficient in it. 
It's the only way my tent can enlarge. I only encourage you to camp out as long as it's enlarging your tent. Sometimes I'll stay on something a long time here, not almost to get you bored to come up a notch. And Yahweh's in the boredom. He's in that thing to, come, to help you come up to the place where you can camp out on something long enough for your tent to enlarge a little bit. And sometimes I harp on something a little bit over and over and over. I camp out. I, Yahweh gave me this yesterday. He said, camp out. It's not, it's not always bad to camp out. Sometimes we camp out somewhere. We, it's always about enlarging. But camp out, like, in other words, you're talking to somebody in the marketplace, right? And you keep repeating something. Something keeps coming to you. And you know this person's probably getting irritated with it. But there's something in the breath of God that's allowing you to say this over and over to them. Let that build their tent. What that camping out in you is doing is actually enlarging theirs. Do you? Oh, man, I see it. Oh, see, what's, it's, see we got to be mindful of this as kings who are mature. Sometimes we got to sit down with a word. Sometimes we got to sit down with a sentence. Sometimes we got to sit down with a word with, 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 um, with, with Billy, Billy across, you know, having lunch, and Billy doesn't get it. But I need to camp out here so he can get it, so he can seize the seeing of what I'm giving him to see from the Father through me. But if I'm so quick about getting on to the next glory, don't camp out somewhere, this person's not going to be, a, he's not going to be in the kingdom. And I really want people to come into the kingdom. I'm not just about quality. I would like a few more people in here. It's not just about here, but it is. It's, it is and it's not. See, we have to get out of this religious mindset about what we're building. No, we're not building. We're, we're becoming who we've always been. And whatever that looks like, let it be. Right? So, so camp out long enough. And when you're walking in continual ongoing relationship, you'll know where the breath of God is. You'll know where the proceeding word is. You won't have to wonder whether or not it's being, is it, is it just, you, you've killed that bear. It's time to move on. There's time for that. But I really believe Yahweh says, sit down and camp out with it. What do you take home and eat marshmallow? Do you camp out with it long enough? Do you sit with it and let the smell and everything around it get on you long enough where you can catch it so you don't have to be taught it so much? That's what sit down with it means. You catch it. Yeah, you sit down so you catch it. Oh, I got it. No, you don't got it. Be okay with not having it. Be okay with not getting it. And sit down long enough till you do. You don't have to tell a hungry man to eat. If he's hungry, he'll eat it. <clears throat> so the first thing he does is give us this breath to receive out of this fivefold ministry. First thing he does is whoosh, breathe. Let's read it. I know I'm all over the place. Um, let's go back to John. I'm sorry. But Exodus 31, verse 2, 3 is the, is the verse for that. There can only be a proper right-hand, left-hand ministry balance when there's a proper alignment to the foundational structure of the fivefold. Five plus two, perfection, government's perpetual perfect, perfections, inventory of the ages. What age are we in? Church age. I don't know. We're just coming to church, dude. I don't know what age it is. I get that. I'm not mocking it. That used to be me like 10 years ago. I don't know what age it is. Dude, I just come to church and I praise God. That's what I do. What age is it? Who are you talking about ages? Inventory of the ages. No inventory, no fullness and fruition without inventory in detail. Intricacies that happen all the time, but we don't not aware of it because we're not in tune with the deep end. We're still shallow, and I'm, not, I'm okay with that, but I'm allowing us to come in to whisper something to you softly if I can to say, come up here. 
He who has an ear to hear, come up here to soak in the crystal clear atmosphere. He who has an ear to hear, come up here. He who has an ear to hear, come up here. Draw near to the, come up here. To soak in the crystal clear atmosphere of heaven. So I'm of the atmosphere. Now I can become in it. And now I know where I'm, not only do I know who sent me, but I know where I'm sent from. And I'll talk about that later down the road. I've got another message. I've got a title for my next message. <laughs> it's called the new sending place. Apostolic, we know, is a Greek word, means sent ones. Well, there's a new sending place now. I believe it. My language says apostle prophet points to the cornerstone and says it's time. And the first thing he does, I got this, Bill Johnson says this, but I got to give him credit. Peace is the oxygen of heaven. I got that from him. Okay? So the first thing he does in this new place, when, you, when you're getting handed off, is he breathes on you. He gives you his full person. But he cannot give you his full person until, you, until your maturity has reached the level where you can let go of something that meant the world to you. He cannot give you his full person, say full person, of Jesus Christ. He cannot give you his full person until your maturity has reached the level where you can let go of something that was potatoes and meat for you. Stop clinging. Why are you weeping? That all comes before the breath. You got to let go of something to get the breath. What's the breath? It's the proceeding word of the Lord. I know he's omnipresent, but what is he saying now? What is he doing now in Panama City? What is he doing now in the bigger picture of the body of Christ? I don't know, but I lean into the deep end. Peace is my oxygen, and he will breathe on me. Stop clinging to the good stuff of yesterday and receive ye the, receive ye the, receive ye the Ruach, the cool of the day, the breath of Yahweh. All you got to do is receive it, but you got to let go of something first. I don't know what it might be for you, but he's come to give you grace anew today to let go of yesterday and embrace the today. Quit trying to serve leftover meals to a today, people. He's not looking for the title in the five, but an identity in the two. From the beginning of time, whether we're going back to the beginning or up ahead of to the beginning, either way it goes, I'm in his framework today and what he's doing in the earth. First thing he does, it says, do not weep. Stop your clinging and embrace me. So John 20 so first thing he does is shows himself so you can breathe. To begin to see him intimately, to become registered, 
identified and accounted for from the new sending place, which is Christ himself. It's a little deeper, but that's all right. We say Christ himself. As the Father has sent me, I send you. First thing he does is shows himself to begin to see him intimately, to become acquainted, identified, and accounted for from the new sending place, which is Christ himself, so he can breathe on you. You want verse for that? Let's go there. John 20, verse 19. You good, everybody? All right. I'll drink to that. Hallelujah. Um, So I want to kind of lay it out. I want to just kind of get us, what is this breath? I believe the key, let me read it. The key to this next glory is one word. And I don't think we have it yet, but I believe we're going to get it because we're all going to help each other get it. Delight. There's so much in that word. Can we say it together? Delight. All right. When therefore it was evening on that day, the first day of the week, and when the doors were shut where the disciples were for fear of the Jews, Yeshua came and stood in their midst and said to them, Peace be with you. I love that. It's got to be scaring them to death. The first thing he says, Peace be with you. Like, okay, that didn't help me any. When you know that peace is not a thing and a person, you'll see this verse in a whole new way. It's a person. Five into the two to walk confident, say confidently, in your predestined glory. Be careful for you answer that because some things may seem a little too intimate for you. Are you willing to touch it? Were you willing to touch Yahweh 25, 30 years ago when granddaddy brought the word or was it a little too intimate to touch? That's that's what I think will help us move in this realm. I'm telling you, if if the name did that much for your glory, what will the relationship look like in the name of the glory? Telling you what it is, it's Yeshua himself. It's him. I don't get a lot of visions and stuff. I wish I could see Melchizedek and all that, and that'd be great. My dad loved all that. You know what I have when I'm worship? I just feel him. <laughs> I feel the friendship of Yeshua. I feel it in my bones. And another thing I do is I, I talk to the cloud of witnesses a lot. So I talk to granddaddy and my dad a lot. So they're always around. They're always looking in and leaning in on what Benjamin's doing. Or what you, what Stone Skinner doing today. You don't think it's true. I'm telling you it is. The cloud of witnesses are waiting for an invitation from you. And the angelic in heaven can't give it to them. They actually got to have you put it in play before they can come play. They want to play, by the way. But you got to put it in play for them to come play. That sounds good. That sounded good. Good job, Ben. Good preaching. Peace be with you. First thing he does is give you his person so you can breathe. If you don't get his person, you're going to be in and out of breath a lot in this new age of intimacy. I feel it, but my God, I'm out of breath. I feel out of breath in the house. Oh, but Yahweh's putting all the dots in line for the new breath of Yeshua the Christ. Oh, Sash. Christos, anointed one. 
When you show up, the anointed one has come with oil on his fingertips, ready to deliver and minister and do whatever administers do. We administrate from the throne room of heaven. Huh. <coughs> Got through one verse. <laughs> right hand, Beziel, first man to fill with the spirit of God was a worker. You don't have to ever feel intimidated by people who get emotional and you're not. That's all right. It's just as much glory in your stuff you got at home made than there is a message up here spoken. My God, somebody shout in this house today. Do something. My gracious. Yes. You know why it is? It's not because the work is glorified. It's the one who's doing the work is glorified. And everything his hands touched are in his name. So everything you get from that worker has got glory on it. I'd be careful how you handle it. Whew. I'd be careful how you touch it. Are you, are you too scared to touch it? Are you one of those people who go out the swimming pool and got to feel how it's tasting? Is it too cold or hot for me? Is it just right for me? My God, he didn't call you to navigate the water. He just called you to get your butt and jump in it. So open your mouth and let him fill in the caverns and the crevices of our heart and let his glory filtrate every area and give us a new beginning and a new start for 2018 as we end this year for abundance and prosperity and money backs. I just see green. I don't know what all it means, but green, green grass, willing to be the tree in the wilderness before the green grass shows up. I'm here because I know who I am, and I'll put the cedar in the wilderness before there's ever a garden that shows up with friends. Oh, I don't put the cedar in the garden. I put the cedar in the wilderness because he knows who he is, populating the earth with oaks of righteousness whose roots go down to the stock of the apostle and prophet who pointed to the person of Yeshua himself. Woo, I'm out of breath. I need the breath of God. Mm. I'm registered for. I'm identified. I'm accounted for. Yeah, this one and that one were born in her. What's her? Zion, this one and that one were born in her. Yeah, I know Tom and Dick and Harry over here, but Buddy Nosham, this one was born in her. I know about Tom, Dick, and Harry over here, but Glenn, Charlotte, Strickland, this one was born in her. Zion, you not only know who sent you, you know where you're coming from because the mountains and the hills are the backing support system to release the waters to flow to sustain the seed of the acacia, the myrtle, the juniper, that they may see the oak and the stump. That is the desire of our souls. Oh, there's a lot in that, but it's real and it's good. And take home with it and ponder on it a little while. It's called the redemption of the promise. And that's why it's called the son of David, because he would always get honor back to the one who he came from. It wasn't the son of anybody else. It was the son of David, because he was the fulfillment of the promise that no matter how that stump looked, no matter how bad it looked, there was glory in them hills. There was glory in that stump. Oh, shakala basoto. There was glory in the stump. A spring shot out from the stump. We're going to go there today, I guess. I don't know where we're going. 
But I'm telling you, it's alive in us. It's springing out from the stump and it's Yeshua himself. It may have been desolate for 600 years. Ah, but guess who's coming to redeem the promise of God? Your Christos to give us the new sending place to say, here am I, send me. Five sends you into the two to walk confidently in your predestined glory. You got hole in the fold to walk confidently in your inheritance. I love that word whole. Whole. Nothing to add to me and nothing to take away from me. I am whole. I am in him. I don't need any man's approval. I got the son of man and the son of God's approval. I'm good. I'm good. Mm. <clears throat> I'm going to repeat myself a lot, but I'm, we won't go too, too long today. Last time I actually preached like over under an hour, which was legendary. But I did. And I think maybe I'll do more of that. We don't need to preach all the way. Why do we got to do things the same way all the time? Why do we got to leave worship first and preach second? Because we've always done it. Well, I know. That's exactly why I'm asking why. Don't let your traditions condition your position. All right. We always where we want to go. I don't know. I love you guys. Thank you for embracing the word. It helps me give it and deliver. You're only as good as the people in front of you. You're only as good as the other ear on the other side listening. You ever talk so long, somebody done hung up, you can keep talking. Sometimes that's what it feels like in your mom. Do my, I need you to clean my gutters. Ain't nobody listening. Ain't nobody taking that. Ain't nobody doing nothing with them gutters. But I hear you, I hear you talking, but you ain't really doing nothing. <laughs> There's so much in this. It's packed. It's pregnant with so much. Give yourself to truth. Yeah, give yourself to it. All right, so 19, first thing he does, they're perplexed, and he comes in and says, peace be with you. Peace be with you. I give you me. I can't give you me till you stop clinging, till you let go. I give you me. He's here today asking for you to open your arms and embrace the fullness of who Christ is in your life fullness of the Godhead bodily. Nothing lacking in Yeshua. Everything God has, Yeshua is. It's the same. Son, Father, Son. First thing he does is breathe on so you can be identified, identified, registered, and accounted for from the new sending place, which is Christ himself. So he can breathe on you the kingdom come reality. Which is not clinging to yesterday's good old days, but embracing the sharp, precise, ongoing, ever-increasing realms of wonder and you have to engage the next glory in order to expose the wonder of his realm if you wonder why there's not a lot of um, appetite for the spirit it's probably because the everlasting eternal seed in you hasn't been cultivated and it's in the, it's in the same place it was last week stuck I've actually got 
literally word by word how to get there. And I don't know if I'm going to get there today. But I really feel like it's powerful. How do you get to delight? Some people have emotion. Some people are craftsmen. How do we find out where the end is? There is no end. It's all him. That's why he, oh, man. That's why the first person he fills the spirit with is Bezalel, a craftsman who builds the Ark of the Covenant. Why is he doing this? Kingdom come reality. Not just a church service with good music. Kingdom come reality. Not clinging to yesterday's good old days, but embracing the sharp, precise, ongoing realms of wonder that are ours to search out. Glory of God to conceal it. Glory of kings to search it out. I love preaching. I love doing this. I love it. I love it. I just love being here. I love that you come, you know. Um, if we ponder long enough, man, we'll just cry all day. It'd be good tears, though. It's never tears of sorrow for me anymore. It's full tears of joy. I cry as much as I laugh. I laugh as much as I cry. If you're not laughing, you're not seated high. You need to laugh. He who sits, posture, in the heavens, laughs. Laugh. Two parts of the kingdom are fillers, peace and joy. Do you feel it? Righteousness is a great thing too. It's everything really. Peace and pe- What's peace and joy look like on your life? What's the governmental apostle look like? And what's the expression of the prophetic look like? Wine and the government. Wine without government produces a hit and miss up one day down the next mentality. Government without wine is a museum. It's boring. That's why they're never meant to be alone. Why do you think he put them right there in the same verse as himself? Man, I'm telling you, there is fire on this message and fire on this sermon, not just because I'm speaking it, because the fire of heaven is in my mouth, and I'm telling you, it's alive for you to gravitate toward. Every spiritual frequency I'm on is changing because I have allowed him to change it, and he's just rearranging the whole house. Why? Because I did this. I was intentional until it became second nature. I learned how to brush my teeth as a kid until I didn't need to be told that anymore. Same thing in the spirit realm. What's your heart of devotion look like? All right. Peace be with you. Verse 20. By the way, Mark and Eva are um, in South Carolina tonight, today. They've been there with Damon all weekend. <clears throat> we love them and bless them and wish them the best as they soak in. That's what I'd be doing if I was there, okay? I'm just saying. I'd be soaking. <laughs> woo! Say woo! Soaking. Say it again. Woo! Soaking way to come out of shade. Terrain waters on desert places. Soaking wade 
to come out of shade, to rain waters on desert places. In his shade I sat down and took great delight. Song of Solomon. In his shade I took, I sat down and took great delight. There's my word delight. I didn't even know it was there, but I'm telling you it's delight. In his shade, say, in his shade, I soak and wait to rain waters on desert places. Verse 19, peace be with you, I give you myself. And when he had said this, he showed them both his hands and his side. First thing he does when you leave yesterday is he gives you his person so you can see him intimately. First thing he does is gives you him and shows his intimate places. Isn't that interesting? Immediately he shows them something about him. His hands and his side. And I preached a message here a few months ago called Intimacy into more of him you will see, to recognize, to consider. Consider what? Consider whether you're going into the next glory or not. Because it's actually your choice. He never pushes his will on you. That's the great thing about Father. He never forces you into anything. Shows him his hands and his side. Don't just read the context. Visualize what it, what's going on. Peace be with you. Showed his hands and his side. The disciples therefore rejoiced when they saw the Lord. Intimacy to see. A new vision cast for the next glory. Where there is no vision, there is no casting of a new glory. You die. When he said this, he showed him both his hands and his side. The disciples, therefore, they rejoiced when they saw the Lord. Their eyes opened. And Yeshua, therefore, said to them again, Peace be with you, as the Father has sent me. And here's the, here's the location. As the Father has sent me, now I send you, the new sending place of Christ himself. And when he had said this, what did he do before? Stop clinging, let go, I give you my full person so you can see me intimately, so you can recognize not only who I am, but the surroundings of where I am. Walk about, swim around. What? Zion. Beyond my head, but my heart can get it. What is it? I don't know, but I engage it. I engage it so I can expose realms of wonder. If you don't engage glory, you can't expose the realm of wonder. Don't you want to expose realm of wonder to people out here who don't know who it is? Even the ones who do. It gives us another wind to ride on to get our own. Gives you himself, shows you intimate places, identifies your location, because you belonged before you believed. That's another message. You belonged before you believed. 
In other words, you're home. You're home. Okay? Peace be with you. It's a new sending place. And when he had said this, he breathed on them. I'm not going to get to it today because I want to get out of here and I don't want to keep you guys too long. But I'll preach. That's why I like just extending the messages, just one after the next. Because I don't want to be fire hose all the time. I want to be, I want to short, I want to do whatever I need to do to help you guys come into this place. I know you're here for that. So that's what you get when you get me. You get a, a fire hose prophetic guy and you get somebody who really wants you to come into this new place and see him intimately, to receive him in a way you haven't received him before. Um, but this, what that breath is, is delight. The new breath is delight. And how to get there, there's a process in it. And basically what it is, is you've got to become childlike again. It's the rebirthing of a child. And I'm not going to hit on that today, but we'll get there next time. But that's where we're going to go next time. I feel like I kind of set another table today a little bit because I, I want to be able to just, I want to, I want to, I just want to be effective to you guys. You know, I want to make sure that it's getting through. And I know my heart is always full and running over and ready to pour out, but I also know there's also a capacity that gets overloaded. And we need to know how to balance those things in a way we can properly give them rightly. So really take today as the engaging and embracing of a new thing, of a new breath, of a new ruach, of a new cool of the day experience is coming to this house, coming to us individually, and we can embrace it fully if we stop clinging to yesterday's glory and stop clinging to the old paradigm of the way, of the, the way it's always been. I believe the Spirit wants to breathe on a twofold company who turns their affection without ever having to mention they do it anyway. I believe the Spirit wants to breathe on a twofold company who turns their affection without ever having to mention they do it anyway. Does that come clear? They don't have to be told anymore. That's when you know you got it. So, hallelujah. There can only be a proper right-hand, left-hand ministry balance. Some people don't like balance. I like the word balance. Deal with it. Right hand, left hand ministry balance until you're, until you're structured right. Our roots go down deep, so our heights go way up high. Our roots go down way, go down way down deep, so our awareness of up here goes way up there. And he's calling us to this new realm where we recognize this as our second place of living so we can be effective in it. I'm sent to it to be the conduit because I can do it, conduit, and I will do it, conduit. Because I am the one who can do what I know to do. And everyone in this house can do what you know to do. However little it is, however big it is, take it and do it before the Lord. Take it and honor it before the Lord. Whether it's me cleaning these bathrooms during the week or whether it's me preaching on Sunday morning, everything is up to him. Everything is in his lane. Everything is has him involved with it. I learned from my father. I learned from my grandfather how to model it, and how to teach it. And I want to be one who models it and who teaches it well. I want to be a Bezigail who got filled with the Spirit, the first man in the Bible. You know he's in heaven talking about that. Dude, I'm the first one. Maybe y'all got it later. I know there's Davids and Moseses and all this sorts of stuff, but I'm the man who got filled with the first guy who got filled with the Spirit. Matter of fact, we're going to read that verse to close because I've been everywhere and hadn't gotten anywhere. I hope the, I hope the plane landed somewhere for you today. Sometimes it just stays in a holding pattern. 
holding pattern. There's something in the holding pattern. <laughs> Skilled craftsmen, Exodus 31. Let's turn there real quickly. I used to like hearing pages ruffle, but you don't hear pages ruffle anymore. Bible's done got taken out of church. I'm all for the iPhones too. I'm just, I just like a Bible. I just like a Bible. I like an NAS, New American Standard. I love it. I love it. I love it because it speaks to me. It's not only the word in it, it's who had it before me. You know? I think about what my dad was doing when he wrote things down in here. What that looked like. Where was he when he did it? What was going on in his mindset when he did it? How did it look to him? How did it look to my dad 20 years ago when this Zadok, king of Salem, king of peace thing wasn't too popular? But he declared it anyway. And we get the inheritance of it. It's payday. It's time to collect. It's time to show. One thing you got to do is show up. A lot of people want to activate, but they don't participate. You can't find them nowhere. They're here, there, and everywhere. So participate in order to one day maybe activate. But when people come in here with projects and don't want to sit down long enough, I have a worry. When people want to come in here, I got something for you. I, I, if you've been here five years maybe, but you just got here, dude. Sit down a minute. Take a moment. Let your hair hang low. Put your, put your feet up. Sit down a while. Belong before you believe something. I got a project. I see your project. Come in and just sit down. And taste and see. Exodus 31. Now, you always spoke to Moses saying, See, I have called by name Beziel. I think that's how you say it. That's how I say it. Beziel. Oh, this is Yahweh speaking. Oh, I love when Yahweh's talking. Exodus 31. Now Yahweh spoke to Moses saying, See, I have called by name Beziel, the son of Uri, the son of her, of the tribe of Judah. <laughs> oh, do you see all the little stuff in that? Tribe of Judah, dude. He ain't no worship leader. I just, I feel like eyes have been opened today and enlightened in a way they haven't been before. Not because anything I've said, just because I, I just, I feel clicking, like snap, crackle, pop. I feel like Rice Krispies when you put miracle, just like, that's what I, I hear. Activity. <clears throat> Don't you like, see, I have called by name Beziel the son of Uriah, the son of Hur, of the tribe of Judah. And here's your verse. And I have filled him with the Spirit of God. This is an exodus, dude. This is way before Holy Ghost came along. I'm trying to paint a picture of kingdom come reality. See, I have filled him with the Spirit of God and wisdom and understanding and knowledge and in all kinds of craftsmanship. That's the KJV, I think, up there. 
That's good too. It's not as good as mine. That's all right. We'll get on the same page. We already are. Bill, I love Bill. Give it up for Bill. Sound guy. <laughs> and all kinds of craftsmanship. That's who we filled up with first. To build what? To build the place that the presence would sit in. What's the presence sitting in now? Passover, 30. Pentecost, 60. Tabernacle, 100 What's that look like? I don't know. All I know is he says there's more. What is exceedingly abundantly more than you can ask or think? Look, I don't know. But I know there's more. And I know my heart is already desiring to go back in the secret place again to find out one more mystery, one more riddle, one more little jot and tittle that may add up to this big full picture thing that I'm looking for. But if I don't seize the seeing of the detail, the vastness will never approach me and will never take my breath away because you never receive the full breath to receive the off factor of the next day. And when you lose the breath, you lose the question and find the mocking. Let me read that. You got to be able to breathe or you'll lose the awareness of the all factor. In other words, you got to give, and when you lose the all factor, you lose the question of engagement and find the mocking and idleness. I got a lot written down, but I got to go. Let me say that again. You got to be able to breathe or you'll lose the awareness. This is why I just, I feel people getting like one way or the other bored or just don't know what to do because, and I've been there so I can preach from it because I, I just got out of there <laughs> like yesterday. <laughs> a little too much said there. I'm, in, I'm live. It's live stream. Everybody doing today. We, we acknowledge the live stream. We love everybody watching too, by the way. I hope they're watching. You got to be able to breathe. Ruach, cool of the day, proceeding word. What's the breath mean? There you go. There's, a, there's some my answer for it. That's what the devil tempted Yeshua with in, in the wilderness. Um, trying to tempt Yeshua. And you said, it is written. It is finished. What, what, what do you think he worked from rest? Even in the wilderness. Devil trying to, it is written. Men shall not live by bread alone, but by every proceeding word that comes out of my mouth. That's what I live by. All right. You got to be able to breathe or you'll lose the awareness of the all factor. And, when you, and I love Acts 2. You can see this in Acts 2 right before the, um, Peter preaches a sermon. Either question or you're mocking it, one or the other. When something suddenly happens, right? You got to be able to breathe or you'll lose the awareness of the all factor. And when you lose the all factor, you lose the, qu the question of engagement and find the mocking and idleness. That's a good word. Amen. All right, everybody stand. Hallelujah. Yahweh, we love you today. We embrace your word, your mystery. 
your secrets and your riddles. We thank you for these people who are just brilliant and lovely and altogether good because you're altogether good and we love you and we're thankful for who you are in this place today, Father. We ask you to exhilarate, to um, encourage us, to move us into a new place of direction for our lives, to help us know where you are in our life, to ask us to come up to a new place and we, we just um, prophetically say yes to that today. And we come into that, and we want to receive your full person. Say, I want to receive your full person. My awareness has peaked, has apexed to the place where now I recognize the king that lives in me. King of kings. Divine decision is in the lips of a king whose heart is like channels of living water in the hand of the Lord. Speaking place. You find it in your awareness as a priest that you have a speaking place to begin to open your mouth and decree the word of the Lord. If not you, then who? If not now, then when? It's time to get in position to receive the baton that the next generation is ready to receive, to serve fresh, crisp, whole meals to a people who are looking for fresh revelation from the throne room of heaven. And this house and this people has it because you did it in the right protocol and in the right way. And we honor that today, and we say yes to that today, and we honor who we were so we can go on to where you want us to go. Amen. Amen. Give y'all a shout today. Amen. (laughs) Hallelujah. Thank you for listening. For more information on The Rock of Bay County, please go to therockofbc.org or give us a call at 850-785-7625.